Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm Macy Renee and I'm excited to have you back if you're a returning listener and if you're brand new here, welcome and hello. So first order of business, make sure you're on my email list, especially if you like freebies because I am planning to do a free webinar training around money. Why money does not come to you easily if you feel like you're struggling with it. There's a little secret in the universe, right? There's a way that we need to be thinking about money and treating money for it to come to us more easily. And a lot of us don't know this. I didn't know this until last year. And when I finally learned this, it helped turn a lot around. So I'm going to be teaching on some of that in a free webinar, but the only way that you'll know about the free webinar is if you're on my email list. So the way that you get on my email list is go to macyrenee.com, M-A-C-I-E-R-E-N-A-E.com, and immediately when the site loads, you'll see a pink bar at the top. And it'll say, join my email list or something along those lines. And I'll ask for your name and email. All you have to do is put it in and hit submit. And you'll be populated into my email list. And whenever I get the date for this free money webinar, an email will go out. Just be sure to check your junk or spam just in case you don't end up getting something within the next two weeks, I guess. But go ahead and do that. Sign up for that. And I will be sending out an email with details for you to opt in for a free webinar training. And then all you have to do is join the webinar and I will be coaching on this topic of money. So it's very simple. And also being on my email list, you'll make sure you don't miss any other announcements and whatnot. So if you're not already on my email list, make sure that you go do that immediately so you don't miss anything. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about failure ahead of time. I love teaching this and especially in recent weeks, like I've been able to see how this has been so true for me, even knowing this information. Like I said, there's a difference between, you know, knowing the information and also applying the information at times. And so we can read all the books, listen to all the podcasts, do all of the things. But if we're not applying everything that we're learning, like we're not really doing the work, right? So we have to be very conscious of, am I just learning the work or am I actually doing the work? And so this concept of failing ahead of time was something that I learned way back, probably four years ago. And I've been able to see different times in my life where I am definitely doing this. And there are probably ways that you're doing this in your life as well. So we're going to talk about what this means. 
So let's think about this. A lot of times when we want to do something in our life, we have a goal, we have a vision, we have a plan, we often don't pursue that goal, vision, or plan because we're really afraid of failure. We're afraid of completely letting ourselves down, letting other people down. We have a lot of fear around even getting started because what if we fail, right? Like I hear that a lot. I hear that a whole, whole lot. And in times in my life, you know, even going back to college days, I can think where there were times where I didn't want to put myself out there because I thought, oh God, what if I fail? You know, even when I launched my coaching business, there was so much fear around failure. What if I fail? What if I'm not good enough? What if I can't help my people? What if I don't know what to say? All kinds of mind drama. Like <laughs> just all kinds. Same thing with the podcast. What if I can't figure it out? What if I have to hire someone? What if I can't afford them if I have to hire someone? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, right? And a lot of times the reason that we don't even put one foot in front of the other to achieve our dream, our vision, our goal is because we are afraid of failure and we think that failure is going to be this horrible thing and we anticipate pain. That's essentially what failure is, is anticipating pain. The human mind does not like to feel pain. The body does not enjoy feeling pain most of the time, right? We don't typically seek out things that we know are going to make us feel sad because we don't like to feel sad, even though that's a part of our human experience. A part of the human experience is that you're not going to feel happy and, you know, bubbly and great all the time. You can't know light without dark. There has to be contrast in life. You, How do you know that you're truly, excitedly happy Unless you felt some deep, horrible, maybe even dark pain. You know, how do you know what feels good unless you've ever experienced what feels bad? There has to be contrast in life. And so it's funny that we think that we want to be happy all the time, but really, no. We need those negative emotions. Those negative emotions that we feel are our compass, you guys. Our negative emotions are our compass for redirecting us. It's what leads us to where we want to be or don't want to be. It's our internal guidance. When we feel bad, we get to make a decision to change our route, to change our decision, to change who we are, to change our path, to make a different choice, to decide differently. Those negative emotions can be our greatest teachers if we allow them to. If we look at negative emotion instead of it being this horrible thing where we're feeling bad, what if it was just an alert to our system of, hey, maybe we need to pivot a little bit. And then that's a whole different energetic vibration to be on. Rather than shaming our negative emotions and trying to push them down, we welcome them and say, what is this teaching me here? Is this telling me I need to pivot? Is this telling me I need to make a different choice? Is this telling me just to allow it to be here because it needs to be and I need to process some things for maybe some healing? 
It's very interesting. We try to run away from pain. So when it comes to thinking about failure, what is failure? Truly. I mean, ask yourself that question. Really ask yourself, what is failure? Is it doing the thing and then it not working out? Or is it actually never trying and never knowing what could have been? I would think that failure is really not trying. But we have in our mind, it's so wired to think that failure is attempting to do something or going after this goal, this dream, this vision, and then maybe it doesn't work out and all of a sudden we're a failure and we're dead to the world and our life is going to suck forever. That's kind of what we think. So failure often keeps us from going after our dreams. But here is what I want to tell you. Failing ahead of time is probably just as bad, if not worse. And failing ahead of time means that you never go for your dream, your goal, your vision. Because you are thinking of all the ways it could go wrong before you ever get started. That is failing ahead of time. Failing ahead of time is saying, I would love to have a podcast one day. Oh my gosh, but what if I don't order the right equipment? Or what if I spend all of this money and then I don't like it? Or, oh my gosh, you know, what if nobody listens to it? What if I run out of things to say after episode 10? What if I do it for a year and then I decide I hate it? I don't ever want to do that again. What if I need a new computer and I can't afford a new computer to make it work? What if it doesn't sound good if I do it on my own and then I can't really hire someone to do it? All of those things that are coming through your mind as aka mind drama is also failing ahead of time. No, you haven't failed in the sense that you've bought the equipment set up everything for your podcast, launched yourself, launched your podcast, and now you get to see if people are going to listen, if you like it. You haven't failed in that way, but you've failed before you've even begun. you failed in that you're taking all of your time and energy to spend it wondering what it would be like and what if it goes wrong. And instead of taking powerful action and saying, I'm going to do the thing and figure it out along the way, You're choosing to fail ahead of time. You're choosing failure before you begin. And I would argue that that's probably worse than just doing the thing and failing along the way. Right? So you you think that you're protecting yourself because you think that if you think all of these things through, you won't have to feel the pain of actual failure. But you're actually causing yourself pain right now, preparing and failing before you even begin. Your energy is now focused on failing ahead of time. So you're failing before you even start. Isn't that crazy? So we do this with a lot of things, a lot of things. So I can even give you an example for me. The last... 11 days. Today we'll make day 12. I have been consistently 
building a new pattern to be going to the gym and eat healthier, which is very hard to do. We know that, right? A lot of us set New Year's resolutions and say, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to change my lifestyle. I'm going to go to the gym. And then, you know, four weeks in, we're off the train. We just get off of it. Because again, this goes back to some other podcast episodes where 95% of our brain operates in subconscious already done for us patterns. And we only have 5% of our brain working to create new thoughts, new patterns, new things. So right now I'm focused on using the 5% of my brain that functions consciously to create this new pattern. And I have to do it long enough to where it eventually becomes a part of the 95% where it's just easy. But right now it's not easy. Right now I have to consciously decide, Macy, we're going to the gym today. Macy, we're drinking, you know, approximately 100 ounces of water today. Macy, you're going to make better choices with what you're eating. All of that. I have to be conscious about it. It's not subconscious autopilot. What is subconscious autopilot for me is driving through to a Chick-fil-A and getting a number one with American cheese and extra pickles and some waffle fries and Chick-fil-A sauce. That's honestly, and especially like trying to be um, good about, you know, I gave up sweet tea and staying away from that as well. Like, because honestly, it would be nothing for me right now to go through and get everything that I know is not good for me, right? So I have to be conscious and make that decision. So the last 11 days, I've been doing really, really well. But what I want to talk about is what it was like before I started going. Before I started going, the way in which I was failing ahead of time was I could go to the gym, but I already had Chick-fil-A today. So I basically ruined my goal for today. So I'll just start tomorrow. Oh, this weekend I'm going to hang out with a few girlfriends and I know we're going to have, you know, some champagne and charcuterie boards. And so that's going to ruin everything that I would start anyways. And so I better just wait until Monday. Okay. Then it was like, um, you know, I would rather just kind of hold off until I feel like going. I would much rather take a nap today. I would much rather watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills today. You know, just some junk TV. I would much rather XYZ. And this is what my brain was doing. And what my brain was doing, you guys, was failing ahead of time. I was deciding in my subconscious mind, right? Like failing ahead of time to keep me comfortable, to keep me at home, to keep me from doing the thing. So when you are failing ahead of time, you don't even get out the door to go towards your goals because you're thinking of all the reasons it doesn't sound good or it doesn't work before you ever do the thing. And then as a result, you often beat yourself up because you didn't do it. (laughs) And you're like, oh, I just wish I was the person that could do it. Just wish I was, you know, it was easier like so-and-so on Facebook who just goes every day. Well, guess what? You have to become that person. That is why I have the Becoming Her program, the coaching container for self-mastery, because there's a gap. It's like we see ourselves, and here's what I was doing. Like I could see myself with the body that I know feels good to me, 
you know, the body that I know, I know what it looks like. I've been there before. I used to work out all the time and eat very healthy back in like 2013, 2014, 2015. I was the most fit I had ever been in my life. I felt amazing. I had strong mental clarity. I was going through probably some of the worst storms in my life, but I could handle them because I was taking care of myself and I felt really good. And then I got out of routine. My subconscious programming came, you know, took over I got out of routine and it was just easier to keep failing ahead of time. Yeah, I can't, I don't want to go to the gym because this week is a cheat week or I know I'm going to want Chick-fil-A a few times this week so it would be stupid to go to the gym. And it, just whatever excuses that I could think of that felt very validating. That's the thing for us. It feels very true and very validating but it's also not serving us. So the reason that I created the Becoming Her coaching container for self-mastery was literally because of this. We have where we desire to be and where we know that we can be. And then we have what we're currently doing. And the point at which we know what we're currently doing to the point where we want to be, there's this huge gap. There's this huge area of space where we're not doing the thing to become that person that we know that we can become our highest self, become her or him if you're a man listening to this, right? But there's this gap. And there's things that are missing in our mindset, in our own self-mastery. We haven't mastered it yet. We're still operating in these subconscious, you know, autopilot programs where it just feels too hard or we just, we think that it's not possible for us and we start failing ahead of time. And when you're failing ahead of time, guess what? You're not moving. You're not getting any closer to where you want to be. You're not moving. You're operating in the way in which you always have, which means you're going to get the result you've always gotten. And that's actually not what you want. If you really want something else, you have to make different decisions. You have to become a different version of yourself. And so 11 days ago, I just decided that, yes, even though I'm going to have bad days and even though there's going to be days where I know I could have done better and even though there are going to be days where I know I'm going to hang out with my girlfriends and I'm going to enjoy, I'm not going to beat myself up. I am choosing to love the body that I'm in today and I am choosing to show my body love today by taking it to the gym even if I decide afterwards that I want to go to Chick-fil-A and get a number one with American cheese and extra pickle, right? I can become this person one step at a time with one decision and it comes with deciding and it also comes with knowing that yes, I may have days where I fail. But I fail the most when I am failing in my mind first, when I am failing ahead of time. Failing ahead of time is failing in your mind first. You're not failing in your action, you're failing in your mind, which means that you're setting yourself up for negative emotion by failing in your mind. And your emotion and your feelings are what create the action that you do or do not take. So if you're already failing in your mind and you're creating negative emotion, do you think that you really want to go do the thing that makes you become the best, highest version of yourself? No, you don't. You end up laying on the couch watching Netflix and probably, I don't know, eating cheese dip out of the can. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It just doesn't work. So we have to be very you know, cognizant of failing ahead of time. Like really asking ourselves, if I'm going to fail, and failure is not a bad thing, 
Failure is not a bad thing. The only reason it feels bad is because it doesn't feel good when it happens. It's just we don't like that negative emotion, but that's really the extent of it. Is that when you fail, like if someone goes on American Idol and they're expecting to be number one and there's 50 contestants and only one person can be number one, there are people that are watching on TV saying, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. I, you know, but I just, I don't know if I could handle Simon, you know, being mean to me. Of course, Simon's, I don't even think Simon's on American Idol anymore. (laughs) They don't even have Simon. I'm like, I'm out of it. It's like Katy Perry. I don't even know. I'm out of the loop. But back in the day when I watched American Idol, it was Simon, right? And I watched like America's Got Talent too. And I know that has Simon and Heidi and Mel B and all of, you know, Howie and whatever. But Just in general, speaking of these talent shows, there are people who fail ahead of time and those are the people that are watching it on TV, wishing that they were at the audition, wishing they were brave enough, wishing they were, you know, maybe they even think, oh, if I was just a little bit more talented or if I had money to hire a vocal coach or, you know, um, oh gosh, I just wish that I was like them. I wish I was like that person. I would just, I'm not brave enough to go out there. I'm so scared of what they would say. I'm so scared of Simon's critiques. I'm so scared... That's the person that has failed in their mind first. They see the stage, they see what other people are doing, and they won't even give themselves the opportunity to do it because they failed ahead of time. They failed in their mind first. And then there are the people that actually do the action and put themselves out there and they are terrified of being told no. They're terrified of not being selected for the next round. But they're still doing the action. And yes, they may not be number one. However, they will have known at that point what they were capable of. They will have grown as the person. They will will have become, they would have become the person that could do things that maybe they never thought possible. There's a difference between sitting on, you know, the sidelines watching and wishing versus being in the ring fighting for what you want And maybe, yes, failing, but they feel completely different. They're two totally different feelings. One allows you to feel very proud of yourself for trying, even though it still feels painful. But the other one is putting yourself through self-suffering, self-suffering, voluntarily, and it doesn't even feel good. And then you never even know the results. It's like 10 times worse to fail ahead of time. So be aware of this and where you're doing this in your life. Think about this. Think about where you're failing ahead of time. Okay? Just think about it. And really think about who you're looking to become. What qualities do you want to have? You know, what things do you want to achieve? What goals do you have? What is the vision for your life? Who do you want to become? Do you want to become more positive, more happy? The ability to maybe talk yourself off a ledge when you're having some mind drama. Just being able to do more. And if that is something that you'd like to do, I do want to invite you into the Becoming Her Self-Mastery Coaching Container. Because this is the kind of work that we're doing all of the time. It's like podcast on steroids and directed to your situation, your questions. We're bridging that huge gap between who you want to be and where you're currently at. And we're exploring what's in that gap and why is that. And let's work on closing that so that you can become your highest self, the absolute best version of yourself. How do we get you there? How do we get you to stop failing ahead of time 
right? And it will show up. It will always show up. I think no matter how much you work on this, failing ahead of time has a sneaky way of just kind of showing up. It just is what it is. But when you're aware of it, then you can change it. You have to have the awareness of it to be able to even work on it. So I hope that this episode helps you and I hope that you enjoy it. And I hope that you have an amazing week and I will see you next time. Don't forget to sign up for my email list so that way you don't miss the free money coaching that will be coming up very, very soon. Again, that's macyrenee.com. Sign up at the top when it pops up and I will see you next time. Bye-bye, guys. Hey, girl, did you know there's a place for you to continue this work outside of the podcast? Well, there is, and it's called Becoming Her. This is my online and ongoing coaching container for self-mastery. Everything takes place online and is the best value for your investment if you're wanting to work with me. This is for women that want to create lasting change by learning how to master themselves, their energy, their mindset, and how to do the deep inner work. It's a growing community where you're supported for life with live online trainings, access to all previously recorded content, and two one-on-one coaching calls with me per month. It's an investment where you can rest assured you'll have everything you need at your fingertips and where there's one primary goal, becoming your highest self. If this has been something you're looking for, join us and be a part of the growth. You can find out more information on macyrenee.com.